The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guns up! Hey, giddy up! Welcome to the. That's wrong. That's wrong. I didn't. <laughs> it's a failure to stop show. I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say, welcome to the law enforcement meets culture show. <laughs> it's failure to stop where law enforcement meets culture. And if you, wherever you're at, be careful. Put the booze away. We're going to play a drinking game. Every time Eric Menson mentions the band Breaking Benjamin today, uh, take a shot. And you might die. Yeah. So be careful. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the game. You may die. So <laughs> we, he's got his heart on. Week of my life. That is intense. Mike needs more that's coffee. A- yes, I do. Um, it's it's the best we can. It it out it beats any of my childbirths or wedding. Wow, that's intense. Or that funerals. Is- <laughs> <laughs> the funerals I can get behind. Yeah, that's uh, that's good, man. You, we'll, we'll catch up on that for a second. But guys, if you if you want to know what you've stepped into, again, this is the Failure to Stop podcast. This is the Friday show. It's a flagship show. We break down a case today. We are going to break down a case out of uh, where is it? Ohio? Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, H. Yeah, yeah. That's really gay. Um, Ohio is the <laughs> armpit of the United States, and I just don't care about it. I always, get bent, get bent, Ohio. When we went to uh, tailgate in Ohio, um, I just thought that was really funny. I'd never heard that before, but everybody was like, "Oh, H," and then somebody was like, "Oh, I, oh," and I was like, "Dude, what if we did that like in every other state? What if you were like F L O?" And somebody was like, "R I D A." Yeah, spell your state. We could spell yours, our yours state. Yours would be dude. terrible. N O R A. RT. You just spelled Florida. H. That's what he just did. <laughs> Florida. All right. They try to do, uh, anyway, they try what, to do what, your town and it's like S H I T and you're like H O L E. Michigan. Exactly. Uh what what what's the case that we're breaking down today? Donovan Lewis. Donovan Lewis. So if you uh if you saw that controversial stuff, then hey, tune in. We're gonna if talk about it. If you had any it. questions if vaping can kill you. We have that answer today. <laughs> Popcorn lung, baby. And we have more shows than just this one. We have Monday is off the cuff. And if you haven't been keeping up with the wooden dildo drama of 2022, it has been insane. Um, our lawyers are scrambling to try to save the show <laughs> after uh, all of our slander and defamation of a poor Etsy shop that makes soap. And uh, we, we destroyed their business with a joke. And uh, so we are knee deep in the legal uh, problems that I created over this, or Dave created. Anyway, we talk about law enforcement related news. That'd be awesome somehow, if they made a if they made a soap that was called like knee deep soap, and it's just like this big giant soap fist. No, no balls deep soap. Balls deep soap. Drop it. That's the that's the that's the motto. <laughs> <laughs> drop it. <laughs> drop drop the soap. Um. So that's what we do on you. You hear that on Mondays. Uh, Tuesday nights is last, not last call. Man, I am all discombobulated today. It is night shift. <laughs> it is true crime. It's Eric. It is Andrea. And 
they cover disgusting, gory, true crimey, kidnappy oh. stuff, murdery stuff. And so if you're into that, that's Tuesday nights and then Thursday's last call with uh, Eric and and guests, and they talk about all the pop culture stuff and interesting stuff in life that keeps you from talking about dead babies and domestics. So we got four shows a week, guys. If you want to, if you want to support us, if you're completely broke, the best way you can do it is just share the show, man. Tell tell people about the show, share it up on social media, tag us in the sh- in stuff that you post, whatever, uh, and and just do a rating and review wherever you listen to the show. That stuff helps. It really does. We appreciate it. If you got a little bit of cash and you want to be a member, you can do that on YouTube. It gives you access to the live streams from recording all the shows, uh, Discord, a discount on the shop. You can go to failuretostop.com and grab merch. We have some of the giddy-up boxes available, uh, T-shirts, whatever. Uh, Those are all the ways that you can support the show. We appreciate it. And if uh, if you're in the market to support any of our sponsors, of course, supporting the sponsors. So that's all the housekeeping stuff that I've got. Do we have reviews or anything? Oh, cool. All right, let's see him. Eric, have at it. Scott Rampage. Great show. Always looking forward to their episodes. They are so entertaining. Come on, Scott. Dude. Like, I kind of wish you didn't even these leave the, that. These are the most bland reviews we've had in a long What's time. What's going on around here? <laughs> Wolfpack, come on, You guys have been stressing it. You guys don't really talk about it anymore. We, we have so many we, reviews. We read and we laugh just at reviews every complacent. Friday. Like, they should know. Make you it entertaining. Don't, you don't ask them to make new ones. Come on, guys. Make new ones. Yeah. Make new ones. Make yeah. better ones. Make me this laugh. This is boring. Your name is Rampage. You got to come yeah. You got to come hard yeah. at the reviews. You got you to gotta rampage. You got to tear it up. You got to ram it. Team Rampage. <laughs> What's the next one? <laughs> TRG Lover. Five stars. Great show. They even made the Flat Earth, Flat Earth episode entertaining. What's crazy is we've had like two Flat Earth episodes. <laughs> I think we've had like two. Uh, they are fun, though. Given, it's a lot of time to an imaginary theory. It's pretty yeah, crazy. It's a lot of fun, though. Those people are very religious in their beliefs. Yeah, no kidding. Well, guys, if that if that doesn't convince you that we need some awesome reviews to read, I don't know what will. We want to give the wolf packets due, guys. Like so, you you want to be uh, entertained by reviews? Well, then get to writing. But we've gotten some really good mail call lately, and I lost the note. This uh, this one guy Zane sent. Uh, fuck, I lost it. Uh, sent Zane. us a what letter. A cool name. It is a cool name, but he sent us a letter from uh, Coast Guard Boot Camp. That was cool. Um, and then uh, Gunfighter. Hello, Hello, Eric. Greetings from camp. Dear. Dear Coast Guard Eric, boot camp. Coast Guard boot camp is so hard. I'm so lost without my family. Today they threatened me with push-ups. <laughs> Did they do push-ups in Coast Guard boot camp? I don't think so. Today they threatened me with jump roping. With, <laughs> but uh, gunfighter <laughs> candles roping. sent uh, some gunfighter candles. I got to give you yours, Mike. Um, they sent them all here to the studio, but really cool. Uh, the company starts uh, on September 30th. So well, it this looks one's like called- they already started. This one's called SWAT Gunfighter Candle. What's the smell? What's it smell like? Um, COVID took my smell away. Nothing smells normal to me. It's a little, it smells just like a SWAT bus. So, manscaped balls, <laughs> sweaty manscaped balls that have too much Axe body spray applied to them. Nice. Which is a very good combination because where Axe is too overpowering, the sweaty balls of a SWAT van balances it Combine out. it, balances it, makes it a very complex mm, and balanced elegant. smell. 
It smells just like this a SWAT, ta- SWAT tactically bus. elegant. It is. It's tactically nice. It's. I would definitely want to light this candle while I'm packing ammo. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. Thanks, gunfighter. Candles. Thanks, gunfighter candles. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. Um. Hey, there is a cool video. This is not the breakdown, but this is just too freaking awesome. You guys know I love it when bad guys die. Like it's my thing. <laughs> it's a great way to start that off. I support it. Yeah. Okay. Anytime so bad guy like, dies, I support it. I'm not. I'm not upset about this at all. All right. Now. Now, all that said, most cops never take the life of anybody. That's just statistically the reality. It's a very minute thing com- comparatively across the spectrum. But this is awesome, and I don't think people appreciate what happened here. Uh, I, this is a 41-second clip. I'll give you a little bit of background before you watch it. Um, this officer in Tacoma, Washington that you're going to see, and, and if you haven't seen it, you're in for a treat. If you uh, have, then, hey, you can watch it 100 times, and it's still awesome. Basically, there's a domestic situation that unfolds. Cops are called. They meet the victim down the street. So she has extricated herself from the situation. She's talking to the cops. It turns out that some neighbors have some cameras on their house that captured the assault. Dude assaults chick. This guy uh, has several guns in the home, which I support as as an American. Uh, That I don't care about. He's got them. So... The officers are trying to make contact with him. They start saying, hey, come over here. He instead runs into the house, gets guns, comes back out, and he starts basically plinking at the cops. He's trying to kill them. Okay, He's moving around. At one point, he tries to carjack a neighbor. Um, he ends up getting in a car, driving around. He ends up in a in a spot at his car, and he starts shooting at this officer that is responding. Officer Mann, I believe, is his name. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. I think. If we can confirm that or deny it, M-A-N-N, I think. I could be wrong. Officer Man is the man, I think. Whoever, maybe, whatever. Anyway, let's watch this video and just see how how this this warrior gets it done. He's having a watch, Madison. He puts his coffee on the dash. Just chill, calm, cool, collect. Dude's shooting at him. He's walking. Calmly opens the trunk. Grabs his gat, charges it, calmly walks to the side of his car with no rush. Using the car as uh, cover. Takes it off the safe. And he takes a shot. While somebody else is asking questions, he pulls the chair. X-ray 316, shot fires, suspects down. <laughs> My man, dude. My man. Guys, that was a 183-yard single deer shot. Like, yeah. this is like, puts them down, bro. 180, I don't think that people appreciate how far 183 yards is. Cops don't even, tra- like, I don't know what they do in Tacoma where this happened. No, even the outdoor ranges that I went to, we didn't even have enough space at our outdoor range to be 183 yards away from a target. Hmm. Like, I think 100, 125 was the furthest I ever even trained with my rifle at all. In the military, you go out to 300. You have to qualify at 300. Good for the military. But, I mean, I don't know what this dude is. But that's that's a long shot. And my man does... It's like his... 
blood pressure, his his heart rate was not up, dude. He's a sociopath. He's just like he's like sips his coffee like the it's like the you know same what? cadence like, of getting up in the middle of the night to go pee. Yeah, I'm like I'm so sick of these dudes. They're all blaring on the radio. It's coffee time. They're talking about shots fired. Listen, he pulls up, sets the coffee down, like chink chink, charges the rifle. Up it goes. Boom. Hey radio. Shot fired. Suspect, Suspect down. down. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, dude, like that would be the best Starbucks commercial ever. Because yeah, Starbucks, Starbucks is probably going to be like banning all. <laughs> if that it looked like Starbucks, but I could be wrong. Like, I, I, no, I, I'm pretty sure. It I mean, was it's Starbucks. in Tacoma, Washington. There's going to be a lot of coffee shops, but Starbucks is. That looks like, like a Starbucks. Dude, like, I'm like good way to start your morning. You wow. Know what? I that, mean, what a war! I don't know. I don't know what this guy trains, but he indicates. Everything about that situation for that cop indicates he trains for yeah. that situation. He trains to be calm. He trains to have his wits about him and handle his business. Yeah, Freaking rock star. Yeah, mental powerhouse there. Like you, he thought about that that whole drive in. He was like, you know what? This is I'm putting an end to this. This is ridiculous. This guy's running around. He's plinking at the cops. Sick of this guy terrorizing the neighborhood. I'm gonna put an end to this real as soon as I get there. I haven't even finished my PSL yet. Haven't even finished my pumpkin spice my pumpkin spice latte. I'm gonna put it into this guy. <laughs> you know what, Mike? That gets me really hard. And if it doesn't get you hard, you know what will? Blue Chew, uh, guys. It's time to bring that summer heat into fall and bring it into the bedroom. The temperature is dropping, but that doesn't mean that the temperature in the bedroom needs to. Doesn't drop. mean your wiener has to. Doesn't mean your wiener has to. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Go, go from flaccid to fierce. Guys, go from flaccid to hard as that dude in that video. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help you in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. I mean, I'll guarantee you, Officer Man, your wiener? Officer Man is going to have no problem stepping up to the plate when he gets home. A matter of fact, I'm sure after he took that shot, he probably got on the radio and was like, we got one suspect down. He then switched over to attack channel and he was like, uh, whatever town that was in. He was like, um, at Columbus, go ahead and get my attorney and my travel agent online and tell my wife to uh, warm up the sheets, warm up the ghost bed. I'm coming home. We're going on vacation, baby. Daddy did it. Uh, Paid vacation. Daddy, daddy got his stateside. Blue Chew is a unique <laughs> online service that delivers the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. This process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. So visit. there's no visit to a doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew tablets are made in the good old USA, USA, USA. I give blue chew to my dog and then invite strangers over. <laughs> Actually, um, a part of the our endorsement is that we cannot share blue chew with anybody else illegally. It's prescribed. It's a thing, dog so. though; they don't count. Oh, I don't give them to people. He's not, not a real person. I just split them up half for me, <laughs> half for Luther. And things uh. get crazy when. Uh, but right now, guys, uh, we've got a special deal one for blue just chew, our loosen one jar of peanut butter. A man and his dog. <laughs> Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo Eric, code. Eric Wolfpack. tries to get sponsors for the show. I try to get rid of them. I don't know how. I don't know why I do that. I don't know why you do that. You're why like the, are you the way that you are? Why are you the way that you're? You're like the guy that just like can't handle a girlfriend. Like everything in the date's going right, and then you just like rip one. 
Like, man, this day. <laughs> no, it's like uh, Ricky Bobby's Blue daddy Mike. Talladega Nights. Please to like, meet me. Everything is going great at, at uh, Applebee's, but you're like, this steak is uh, I'll order it with the onions. She's like, no, sir, you said no onions. He was like, God. But anyway, uh, our special deal, go to BlueChew.com, use the promo code Wolfpack. You'll get a free month to try it out. All you got to do is pay that $5 nice. shipping. Uh, BlueChew.com, use that promo code Wolfpack, and uh, you can be as hard as Officer Man. You can live vicariously through him. Good luck. Just as hard. Dude. Anyway, that way, not breaking that down, blah, blah, blah. Um, just awesome. Just freaking awesome. <laughs> Such a great video. Yeah. I've got a war boner. I got a gunfighter boner with my gunfighter candle and a gunfighter video yeah. in the middle of a hurricane. Ian's making me wet. Yeah, man. Uh, mention, I mean, we. I guess we'd be remiss. Drew Breezy did a little update on uh, how his his homestead is. It's crazy the difference that an hour, you know, makes in terms of a storm like that. And uh, so I, I know people whose families have literally had their homes and businesses completely wiped off the face of the planet. And uh, I mean, it's it sucks, man. It's it's tough. It's tough for people to, to experience that. I, I've never had my home wiped out, so I don't pretend to know what that's like. But I did send I sent it in, in my family chat. I sent pictures of like what I was getting sent. I'm like, man, we just... We, we do need to be grateful that um, we have intact homes, you know? So uh, God bless all of the first responders that are wading through water and dealing with, and if you are one of the people who could have left and your ass is getting rescued, hey, fuck you. Um, um, I don't know if you saw Last Call yesterday or listened to it yet, but I, um, I will tell you one thing that happened before this, this is how bad this storm is. There were catfish that got out of the waterways and were running through people's yards on their pectoral fence. Nice. There's a TikTok video. We did a whole thing on it on last call. Catfish were running, not like catfish, like, uh, like transvestites on grinder. I'm talking like a real actual catfish running on pectoral fence. Could you imagine? Like even they were like, no, nope, this storm's coming. We're out. We'll just yeah. hold our breath it's and time. run. It's time to get. Hold our breath and run. <laughs> Guns yeah. up, get Anyway, up. Um, we, we really, we, we do, uh, we obviously support the work of the first responders that are probably working day and night. Uh, saw some great encouraging stuff like, you know, all of the, the linemen that left other states and came down and they were like prepared. They obviously knew like things were going to get crazy and uh, they're working their asses off. And um, I love... I mean, I don't have a clip of the video or whatever, but Jordan Peterson in several spots has talked about like just how the dudes that are going down into the manholes and dealing with all of the all of the infrastructure that makes us have comfortable lives. Those dudes are freaking rock stars, man. They 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 work themselves to the bone. Um, and we just don't emphasize sort of like that trade and the manual labor anymore, like that built this country. And it still goes on. We just like almost are completely ignorant that it does. And uh, I just, I want to give those guys their due. And uh, for those, you know, the, there's got to be people that just don't have anybody and they don't know what to do, where to go, how to do it. And for those people, I do feel sorry that you're, you're stuck there and they need to be rescued and they might lose their lives. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who are just flat out morons that stayed and they're screwed. And now first responders are having to deal with them. And they t it takes away resources to help people in genuine need because you're an idiot and we're told to leave 
and save yourselves, and you didn't. But anyway, I could, I could bitch all day. But anyway. I mean, you got, you got to go when you got to go. But, you know, I also blame the media on this because, like, every time a storm comes to Florida, they overreact and they overhype things up. And it's like you don't – like, people just don't take it seriously anymore. Because yeah, when you've cry got, wolf. When you've got your news reporter standing in a ditch and it's, like, waist-high water, and they're like, the water is rising. And then all of a sudden a dude walks behind them and there's, like, no water. And then you're like, wait, what the fuck? And then like that person, you know, it's yeah. You're just they, like, they stand what? there with helmets on and acting like they're having to force themselves into the wind, and it's like, come on, yeah, man. it's like, like just don't, report don't the overreact, news. don't sell it, you know, just report it, stop mm-hmm. selling it. That's what we say. Anytime that the anytime that there's theatrics or dramatization in the news, they're lying. So, uh, which is actually kind of what we're going to talk about today too. Like the media again. I mean, it's. This point's like not even worth talking about. It's like we don't even need to go there because it's literally every single case. The media just does what the media does, and it's makes things worse. They add fuel to the fire. Uh, they make things appear to be what they're not. Um, they try to make perception a reality, and and again, that's why people don't take hurricanes like this seriously, and they don't leave because they literally cry wolf at every turn, at every angle, and they're always wrong. So, yeah. As always, the media sucks. All right. What do you got for us? All right. What happened to old, uh, what's this guy's name that we're breaking down? Donovan Lewis, baby. Donovan Lewis. Donovan Lewis. Tell me me about Donovan Lewis. Say his name, Mike. Say his name, brother. I'm uh, getting an airbrush t-shirt right now. Uh, Should be done by the time the show's over. Oh gosh! I don't even dude. know what happened. Were the cops wrong? Maybe they were. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I mean, so. I, I, this one's a definitely up for debate um, on what they did wrong. Uh, so we, we'll go over that. I'm not going to say these cops were like stellar in any way, shape, or form. Um, Nike, but I don't. Nike wants to know: Aren't I the media now? I don't think so. The problem I, I have with breaking down these of. videos is like I could easily be. I could easily be these cops because a lot of the times this was my. Now I'm saying it's right. But a lot of times, this kind of was my attitude going into a warrant service of this nature. Um, but this took place this August 2022, so it's it's very fresh. It's very recent, uh, and it's you know obviously it's a it's a tragedy. Um, but could it have been prevented? Well, let's talk about it. First of all, I want to get into the police response to this real quick. So if we want to roll some of that beautiful bean footage, and really what we're going to talk about is the attitude of the police officers because that is what the media has. Okay. Go ahead and stop it Thank really you. fast. The media, and if you go and look at all the comments on YouTube, if uh, Law and Crime, if you go and you look at all the comments, dude, it's like 99.999% going to be against the cops. I get it. But what they're not, what they're hitting on are points that really don't matter because there isn't there isn't like a protocol of how you act before something like this and everybody acts different i don't know why we're judging these cops but you'll see a lot of comments that are like totally uh, the, the attorney for uh, donovan lewis's family was like it's what we saw in the 14 minutes leading up to uh, the shooting that really has us concerned it was grossly negligent it was grossly unprofessional uh, i'm sorry n- being unprofessional is not negligence and being unprofessional doesn't make you a murderer or homicide or even a bad cop. What you, and that's a, this is one of the issues that I have with body camera. I do like that. It gives you the totality of the circumstances. However, 
it's covering these guys behind closed doors, so to speak. Like they still feel in their brain they have an expectation of privacy. It's just like how you would act in the backyard with your friends. If somebody else, if your neighbors were to hear your conversations with your friends at the backyard pool party, they might think you're unprofessional. They might think that yeah, you're they, a piece uh, of shit. And the the idea that you have to sort of completely not be yourself. Right, like you have to divorce yourself from your your own personality and be somebody else, I guess. Like, or be so robotic. You know, everybody wants when they get pulled over, they want a cop to treat them like a human, right? They, you, you get pulled over speeding because uh, you just got news that your your grandma was rushed to the hospital. Uh, whatever. And so, yep, you're going a little fast. You're trying to get there. Um, and you get pulled over and the cops like, Hey, you know, you're going like 17 miles an hour. I know I'm, I'm, I just got bad news that my grandma is in the hospital and maybe you're really close with your grandma and you're, you're trying to explain this to the cop. What you want? You don't want a guy that's a robot. Don't care, ma'am. Don't care, ma'am. The speed yeah. limit is a speed limit, regardless of what's going on, ma'am. And then you just get, you know, stroked your ticket and you'll be like, man, why can't that cop be a little bit more empathetic about what it is that's really going on with me? I'm not, you know, maybe I, maybe you're not trying to make an excuse. Maybe you're just explaining why you were going fast and like, yeah, I know I got to own it. And there's a, there's a human exchange that you desire when you're in those shoes. But then so many people who win when they are in the wrong want cops to treat them with a the the highest possible level of humanity and dignity and respect then want none of that humanity to be present in major situations they want them to be completely robotic they want them to like go from step 1 to 2 to 3 in some perfect order that exists in a book and behave and speak in a way that divorces them from their the very humanity that they demand for themselves. And what that does is it creates ridiculously unrealistic expectations on the side of people who are observers of the police, and it creates a tremendous amount of unrealistic um, expectations of the police. And when you are the police, it creates a tremendous amount of stress for that cop to live this day in and day out where like every moment that you're working eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, 16 hours, 18 hours, whatever it is, every moment is being captured and you're expected to just basically not be a person. When that happens, what do you, what do you expect as the end result of doing that to people? Is cr it's, yeah, it's, it's like ridiculous. when the cops have no more humanity, that's when you have a real problem. Um, so I, you know, in this video, I'm, we're going to go ahead and go through it because that has been the topic of discussion for the yeah, entire debate. I haven't seen a moment of this. I haven't seen this. The entire debate, the entire debate about this video <coughs> is the banter and talking leading up to it. Um, and none of it to me seems very unprofessional. And I think this is just a stretch, but, he, but the media has doubled down on it and they have uh, literally at every angle tried to bring up the unprofessionalism that comes before this video to make everybody think that these cops are unprofessional. I don't see it. I don't get it. Um, and, and again, like I said, 
we'll talk about how this could have been prevented at the end, and we're going to talk about the final outcome at the end. But uh, for today's breakdown, obviously, the one thing that everybody needs to understand in this breakdown is, as Mike said, cops are human beings, dude. And this is them being human beings. And let's just play the tape. I don't need to, to go on and on about it. Go ahead there. Second floor. Yep. Yeah, it's right up the yeah, stuff. Yeah, but the car, there's no car here today. <laughs> what are they showing up for? I, do we know? Okay. Yeah, if you want to know, they are serving an arrest warrant um, yeah, for right a domestic abuse. Go ahead and pause it really fast. I, I do think that is an important question, Mike, because it does set the totality of this thing. So reportedly, the uh, police um, responded to a domestic violence scene and the girlfriend, the pregnant girlfriend who was pregnant with uh, Donovan's baby, um, ran to a Kentucky Fried Chicken and called police and said that uh, that Donovan hit her and then pushed her out of a chair and down a hill. And she was very pregnant. So she was worried about the baby. Um, they also, the police documented that she had a black eye and she says that days prior, Donovan punched her repeatedly in the face. And that's why she had one black eye and a swollen cheek, but she didn't report that. The reason why she was reporting this one was because she rolled over on her baby rolling down a hill and it scared her. So this wasn't an so, arrest warrant. This was this, just going to arrest him on probable cause. No, they actually went and got an arrest warrant for him, and they did have an arrest warrant for him because they've been trying to find him. They hadn't been able to. They weren't I able got, to get okay. him earlier in the day. I got um, you. Because you know, obviously, uh, you know, you're gonna you have to jump on the Facebooks and the Twitters and see where he's laying his head. Jump up on the Snapchats and and see what he's posting and where he's posting it. But on in April 2021, almost a year prior to this. Um, he had a complaint filed against him by his mother where he punched his mother in the face repeatedly after she refused to open the door because he was stealing stuff from her home. So she said, you're not allowed to come back here. He kicked the door open, breaking it from its hinges and punched mom repeatedly. He pled uh, guilty to that or it, well, he didn't plead guilty to it. He hadn't gone to trial yet. But when the police caught up to him, he admitted to striking her with a closed fist and they placed him under assess. Uh, under arrest for assault. Um, and then another one in June, 2020, he had another complaint um, and a year before that of another woman that he hit with a closed fist. And then in that, in those charges, he also had a charge for uh, improperly handing a firearm in a vehicle. So I'm guessing um, the warrant that he had f this night was for all these. Cause he didn't go to court for any of it. And then gotcha. punches his other girl. So that night he had a warrant for um, felony charge of improperly handing a firearm in a vehicle, which I'm guessing is a drive-by shooting that didn't hit anybody and there was no victims because nobody reported it. Right? Is that... Oh, man, that sounds like, an, again, Ohio is... They're just... They're not smart they let people. Everybody so go. I just don't know how they name their laws, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who knows what that is. Casey jumps out? Yeah. Uh, Casey I'll, I'll jumps out? Back. Nice. I'll go. And the thunder rolls. So the cop is singing when the thunder rolls. Garth Brooks, man. I don't know. And they're when walking the calmly. They're like, okay, girlfriend's car's here. There's only one window. They see that there's a window. Um, they check the car. There's nobody in the car. And they're going to notice that the apartment has a window, and it's on the second floor. It's a baby stuff. 
bunch of baby stuff. They're casually walking. Like, nobody's in, like, tactical gear or anything. Nobody's, like, amped up. They're literally, they got word that homeboy with all these warrants is in this apartment. There's no window. Okay, pause it for just a second. This is how serious these guys aren't taking this, and this is where I will, will critique them. This asshole's battery on his radio is going dead, and that's yeah. why it's chirping every yeah. two seconds. I'll tell you what, as a as a cop in Raleigh, if this were you, you would turn that thing down so far because if anybody heard that, yeah. you, they would be shitting on you. They'd be like, dude, go change your fucking radio battery. Did you not change yeah. your did you not charge your battery before work? Why is your battery dying? It would be a yeah. and, and where I worked, it would have been a thing. It would have been a training moment. They'd yeah, you be don't, like, you don't want your battery chirping in moments where you don't want people knowing exactly where you're at. <laughs> and sure. whenever your battery chirps, which goes and then it's going to wait a few minutes and it's going to go, brush, brush. but like about a second before it does that and a second after you get a tone on your mic so it won't key out. So it's like yeah. a boop, boop. It will not key to dispatch. Yeah. So that gives you like a three second window every few, every like two minutes or every minute that you can't use your radio. Mm-hmm. And that's not good. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And it's going to die and you'll have no radio. So... Fix your radio, homeboy. I'm not happy with you about that. Put it on a Z-Val. Oh, you suck. <laughs> and the other cop's telling him he sucks because his battery's dying. So I'll give you that's a little uh, unprofessional, but not that you suck. It's the not having a battery. I said Donovan. And now they're trying to explain who no, has the warrant. And they're going to walk up to the front door. They can't see anything through the window. Okay, pause it. Now, a lot of the point of contention in this video is that he was not transparent that he was the police. And um, why do the police have to use trickery to find somebody? And why did he have to knock like... And that's because if you knock like a cop... Police, nobody's answering that door. And yes, you're right. You don't have a search warrant. You cannot kick that door in at this moment. And everybody in the chats were like, these cops need to know the law. Obviously, they do know the law. That's why they're not knocking like an asshole cop. Because if they didn't know the law, they would be like, brother police, open up. And the people on the other side would be like, let me see your warrant, bitch. And they'd be like, oh, damn, we ain't got a warrant. So, but they would be able to get a warrant. No sweat. If they can articulate that that dude is in there or they can lock that that house down for days, it doesn't matter. They're going to get that arrest warrant and they're going to serve it. Now, as a good street cop, you do not want to go call in SWAT on their day off to come and surround the house. You don't want to tie up the entire city of Ohio to come watch this house. city of Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) That's one big shithole city. I'm just kidding. This is in Columbus. Um, so you don't want to tie everybody up in the city dealing with this. I mean, it's not a bullshit warrant either. I mean, this is a firearm by felon warrant. This is a domestic violence warrant. And let's think about the victim here. This is a victim in the hood in gangsters paradise. Rest in peace. Coolio that went to the police and essentially snitched on her baby daddy for punching her in the face and then pushing her pregnant ass on the ground so like let's not forget about her like this dude hit his pregnant girlfriend and threw her to the ground and made her ass roll down a hill pregnant and she was so scared by that she wasn't scared about getting decked in the face three days prior 
She was scared that her baby was in, in, in danger. So now these cops have that lingering in their brain. They're like, dude, this guy's a real asshole. This guy's a real bully. So when we go over there, we don't want to lock this down. We don't want to cause a lot of drama. So let's go ahead and try it. My go-to back in the day used to be a Avon calling, like from Edward Scissorhands. And people would be like, what? And now I know you. they're in there. And I'd be like, yo, it's the police. Open the door. But if you knock like this, they're just not going to talk. And if they don't talk, then you can't prove that they're in there. And if you can't prove that they're in there, you can't go get a search warrant. So I have no problem with the unprofessional, stereotypical knock. It's yeah. fine. Go for it. Shoot your shot, homie. Drew, Drew said he called a dude on his phone and told him to get out because the cops were coming. He ran right into our waiting arms. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. So funny. I had a dude with a warrant That's one time. Brilliant. Uh, for those that don't know, I one of my first well, my first cop job out of the academy was a public safety department. So it was like police and fire. Uh, I've talked about that before that we have those in Michigan. So um, we would take the fire truck out and we have our uniforms on underneath and then just would go to felony warrant places and scoop scoop up people by knocking and saying there's a gas leak and we have to check the whole, oh, yeah. whole home and everybody's got to go get out. And yeah. then, oh, hey, there he is. Uh, it's like, turn around, put your hands behind your back. What? You're the fire. Yeah. Well, we're also cops. So. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you can get, uh, you can get the fire department to go like into an apartment complex and go to like the apartment down and turn on all their lights and sirens and act like they're doing the things and then just wait for everybody to come out of their apartments to see what's going on. Yeah. Then you can snatch them up that way. I mean, cops do use a little trickery. There's nothing that says you can't use trickery to catch a bad guy. And where are we at in this time that we're rooting for this asshole that pushed his pregnant girlfriend down on the ground after punching her in the face a couple of times? And he punched his own fucking mother. I don't have a problem with whatever trickery these cops want to use within the confines of the law. I love playing in the gray area. I don't even think this is the gray area, though. There is nothing that says you have to knock like a cop. Nothing. Yeah, There's no silly. policy that says when you knock, you will knock three hard knocks and you will identify yourself. It's. I mean, there's going to be one after this video. Um, in Columbus, Ohio, there'll be a policy, no doubt. Uh, we can go ahead and play it. Again, all the cops are calm, cool. They don't give a fuck. They're chatting. They're talking. One dude's just leaning up against the wall, Wait, which I'm not. The wrong door. No. Which I'm not overtly cool with. That one first. Oh. And his battery's still dying. He's just his body camera's looking at a door, oh, but his hand oh, is not his, his back was there. I think that was that was a bad tactic. That no, guy, there, there's a window there, Mike. There's a window. Oh, window. okay, okay. There, like, there's a window. It's like a. It's it's not even really like an apartment. It's like a it's like a hotel. You know what I mean? It's an apartment, but it used to be a hotel. It looks like. But yeah, no, no. Again, not a good tactic. And so now they're whispering. They're like, he's like, I hear somebody Not inside. inside. He says, I know they're inside. And now they're going to use a little bit more trickery here in just a second. Yo now he's D. doing, yo D, he says. Yo D. Hey, yo D. <laughs> I like that they assume that Donovan just goes by D. <laughs> The comments at this point on the YouTube videos are hilarious. There it is, that chirp. I would take that radio off of him, and I would throw it off that balcony and tell him to get off of my warrant and go find a fucking battery, and it'd be a learning moment for him because he'd be embarrassed in front of everybody. And he'd have a broken microphone. And if he snitched on me to Sarge, I'd beat his ass. <laughs> Tough tansy. 
<laughs> I don't tolerate that shit. Although I was the king department of having a dead radio. H, come so. to the door. I don't get this department H. It's Columbus Place. I thought Columbus had white shirts. Police department, come to the door. So now he's announcing himself just department fine. H. Oh, he's saying apartment H. Come to the door. Oh. Come to the apartment door. Apartment H. Apartment H. He's giving loud verbal commands. He's announcing himself, that's for sure. I wouldn't right. be sticking my face against the so window. So this guy sticks his fucking face nuts. up to the window, which is dumb as hell. Yeah, Their man. guns are behind them, which, go ahead and pause it really quick. Guys, there is a difference in not giving a shit and then not giving a fuck. This is an example of absolutely not giving a fuck, and that is not a good way to be a policeman. Because not giving a fuck is going to get you really hurt really quick, and your mindset is already behind the curve. Like, at least give a little, just at least give a fuck. You don't have to give a shit, but at least give a fuck. At least put your gun in front of your body so that when shit does go south, all you have to do is punch out and get to work. Like, this guy's gun is literally behind his asshole, and his face, he's bent over at the waist with locked knees, so he's not even, like, squatting tactically, and his face is against the window. Absolutely dumb. Looks unprofessional, again, but unprofessional is not against the law. That doesn't, like, that doesn't mean anything. He can do whatever he wants. It's just bad tactics. And, I mean, I, mean, I guess we could say maybe we're all guilty of that. I don't think I've ever been guilty of that. I've guilt, I've been guilty of like cracking jokes, making fart sounds, or doing something silly. But like my gun, my arms, my hands, my posture, my stance has always been ready to fuck somebody up. Does that make sense? Yeah, this is a really the door that this situation is really really dangerous. Like Very as dangerous. A, like this. Take it seriously. You know, traffic stops have been established as the most dangerous activity that cops do for a variety of reasons. Probably next next to that is definitely like um making contact and entering at a at a door point. And they call it the fatal funnel for a reason. Uh because the person on the other side has just about every tactical advantage that they can being on the other side of the door like they are. So right. this is this is something that you should even when it's like a low level like knock and talk or warrant service that kind of a thing like this is you you need to you need to tighten up you know when when it comes to this i don't have any problem with smoking and joking even into that moment right like right. up walking up the stairs talking around you're paying attention you're looking second floor and i i appreciate what they're doing they're checking the car out they're checking the whole exterior where right. what are the exit points what like what are we dealing with here? And they're kind of talking that through, and I I, I respect that. And smoking and joking to each other, no, problem. Uh, I have no problem with that whatsoever. But like you get to the knocking part, it's like all right, let's lock in here, boys. Like we're 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 in it now. Now yeah, now I we feel deal like, with it. I feel like if you're, and I think one of the guys here is a thirty year veteran cop, um, and it's and it's it's a senior cop like that. But you know, it's it's those older cops too that can also kind of like perpetuate that complacency. But like there needs to be a senior officer, there needs to be a cop that says, Hey guys, hey, hey. Yeah. All right. Dude's got felony warrants with a firearm. Get your face raised from the fucking door. You knucklehead, go get a fresh battery or you're not serving this warrant with us. Like nobody gives a fuck. And that's where we're at in 2022. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's quitting Columbus, Ohio. Someone put in the chat that they lost a hundred officers. I mean, 
Yeah. But in this case, you do need to give a fuck because you could have just had your ear hole turn into a, you know, culvert. Yeah, man. Yeah, no. Someone needs to be the person in that group of guys that says, all right, boys, like, we're here now. Like, now now the the joking, the, all that stuff is like, okay, that's over. We're, we're here to work now. Right, and nobody's right, like, answering focus. the door, and we hear somebody inside. So, like, now things are kind of escalated at this point. But these cops, again, you can't you can't blame them for escalating because these guys are definitely not escalating anything. <laughs> these dudes are as cool hey, and calm and collect as a cucumber. Mur fifty says he's gonna get his ear hole turned into a fuck tunnel. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. And so they're. Apartment H, open the door. Now they're going to get somebody open to the, the door. door. I can hear you inside. Come to the door. <laughs> Hurry up. I can hear you. Why are they still spread out, I wonder? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, why did that guy just back off that window altogether? Tell Dorsey to turn a car off because I can't hear. He's, he can't hear because a car is left on, one of the patrol cars they left it on. And the engine is... I hear it. Is revving up because of the air conditioner kicking on, the air conditioning fan kicking hey, on. Can we kill the engine on that cruiser? Kill the engine on that cruiser? Kill the engine. Huh? Turn the car off. So, other cops telling the other cop to turn his car off. Meanwhile, the Department dude that's... H, come to the door! The dude that's knocking on the door, is vi radio is chirping, and it's We're making me extremely angry. Like, my anxiety is up in the air right now because of the radio. Nothing else. <laughs> now, the cop leaves his post. The cop that's watching the window leaves his post to yell over the balcony about the car. Fuck the car, dude. Like, your job is to watch that window. Watch the window. Like, you're basically saying we're not getting in a gunfight tonight. And that's the kind of shit that gets you in trouble, man. So, if you're Come listening, homie. Come to the door. Don't do that. But I've done it before, too. So, I get it. But oh god fucking throw that radio off of the balcony now he's sticking his face up to the door he put his face up yeah, to the door now be, look this pause can't it, pause be walking back and pause forth it. in front of a window pause this really quick i don't give a shit about this shooting at all i could care less i don't think these cops did anything wrong here there's nothing like physic like there's nothing morally ethically wrong with anything that the cops are doing right now i don't care about their banter i don't care about their unprofessional attitude of knocking on the door none of that matters i give two shits about that but what i do care about and it's because i generally care about police officers and human beings dude do, do not stick your face up to the door and the fact that like four cops allowed that dude to stick his face i would have window um, once i i, I <sighs> definitely pushed cops out of the way oh that did God. That. especially like my trainees at apartment buildings and stuff like that, if they were, like, trying to do that, they would have got a boot, um, Dude. The, the, a shove. Like, get out of – don't stand in front of the door. Like, this is, like – that's one one rookie stuff, do dude. Do not stand in front of a door. See, I don't and know don't what kind of – don't stand in a doorway once it's open. If you're going to go in, go in. All the yeah. way in. Get in. All the way. 
Go. Uh, I don't know like how your department acted or reacted, but like my department was very. I don't know if like people are like, oh, cops always got their professional courtesy and da da. Dude, I my experience, cops will shit on you way harder than any other human being will shit on you in your entire life. Like it outdoes the military a thousandfold. If this would have happened, and I would have stuck my face up that door, literally, another one of the cops would have said, "Hey, Tansy, go to the car," and you'd be like, "Why? What? What? Go to the car." go to the fucking car and you would have walked with your head down in shame you would have been butt hurt and then when after they served the warrant after they did everything they would say meet us back at the station and you'd get back to the station and you'd sit down and they'd be like dude are you fucking serious what like what planet are you on that you think it's okay to one have a dead battery and two to stick your face up to a door with a known suspect inside you can either fix it now or we'll make sure that you go to remedial training and we'll send you to the college campus and you can go police over there. If you want to police like a, like a security guard, we'll go send you to security guard land. If you yeah. want to be a real cop and do real cop shit, you tighten it up. But that's the kind of department I came from. You, you couldn't do that and get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. You get shamed. I don't right. know. Like, I mean, we're, we're obviously being being kind of hard on these guys, but it's it's brotherly love. It's not. It's like, brotherly love. I'm not. Okay. I'm not trying to just. They're not bad people. Just totally shit on these dudes or anything like that. But I'm just looking at this like, how how would I have how would I have talked to my rookie through this? You know, like as a training officer, how would I how what would I be debriefing with them on if we were watching body cam back or we were talking about the situation? Like, I mean, in that moment, I I'm like I'm looking at that dude walk up and look into the door. I'm like. Dude, like my foot wants to kick him out of the way. Like, just get out of there. Like, don't. I want you to go. I want you to go home, dude. I'm not. I, you know, like you can hate me all you want, but I'm. I'm trying to get you to go home. You know. Yeah. Uh, Hydro uh, or Honey Badger six forty in the chat says there's no mentorship happening, and it's a common theme at all departments right now. Um. You know, I I I, I feel that. I get that. Uh, I. I and, and, and I emphasize that. I know it's hard to be motivated to be a good cop right now. And I, and I know that tactics and training have gone out the window. And we've taken the place with what pronouns to use and sexual harassment policies and, uh, you know, all these other things that cops really don't have any issues with when they need to be training on yeah, tr serving like, arrest Especially warrants. after identifying <laughs> yourselves as police. Yeah. Hey, it's Columbus police. Let me st stick my face on the door. <laughs> Like, yeah, dude, Come no, on, dude. no, no, no. You don't need to keep hearing. Just here's the thing. Assume someone's inside. How about we just do that? Assume someone's on the other side that wants to kill you. Then act accordingly. Position yourself accordingly. Yeah. You, you, you don't, you don't assume it's Mr. Rogers putting on his sweater on the inside, just waiting to answer the door a little bit more appropriately. Don't assume that. Right. Assume someone on the other side of that door that just punched his girlfriend and kicked her down a hill is interested in probably hurting you too when you want to take him to jail. Yeah, if he punches his own mother, what do you think he'll fucking do to you? All right. <clears throat> Hit play. Promoster, is it? Department H, come to the door. Columbus Police. All right, you can go ahead and fast forward a little We're bit. We've beat this dead horse enough. Um, go ahead and get it to like the 12 or 13 minute mark. So they get the suspects out, and they actually yeah. do a really great job here getting the suspects out of this house. They have them walk to them backwards. They call them out. Uh -huh. uh, they, call them out. Um, they put them in handcuffs. Well, we're going to send the dog in here in a second, so if he doesn't come out. So there's someone else in the apartment. Cool. I don't know. Now, all right, so stop it. 
Okay. Stop it. We don't so the one officer in. goes, hey, is there anybody else inside the apartment? And the guy's like, oh, well, I don't, I don't know. And the guy goes, great. So the other cop is frustrated because he was like, this is bullshit. And he goes, yeah, okay, great. So there's somebody else in the apartment. We got it. Great. Got it. Because if there was nobody else in the apartment, you would just say, no, there's nobody else in the apartment. But suspects can't, they cannot not lie. Um, these little gang hood, hood gang member type guys, they cannot stop lying. They'll lie about anything all the time. So way of life. Um, it's just a way of life for them. And you know it, and it does frustrate you because right now what the cop is thinking, and I know exactly what he's thinking. So I don't mind saying this on his behalf. He's thinking, okay, this is a real serious situation now because you've came to the door. You've come out. We're not just walking away from this. Now there's another dude in the house and we're all about to have to go in there and get this motherfucker and we could kill him. So you need to tell us right now, if you care about homie, you need to tell us that he's in here and he needs to come outside or this is going to escalate very quickly because you can see that none of these dudes are overtly warriors. Like none of these guys are like, dude, I want to go in here and I want to get this guy. They're kind of like, damn, we got to go get this guy. That sucks. Uh, and they do everything they can to get this guy to come outside. Now, in the chats on the YouTubes and they blows up, they're like, and the news that uh, a, a, a awakened and confused man. Okay, you tell me what you think. Maybe I'm wrong. Do you think it's reasonable that this could be a sleeping, awakened man that didn't know what's going on? Go ahead and play it from here on out. He's in the apartment that you're in. He's going to get bit by a dog. <laughs> So if he's in there, tell Columbus Police, if you're inside, make yourself known. Do it now. I don't know who's in the apartment that you're in. Asleep, We're gonna send the canine in in a second. That's ridiculous. You know who's in your apartment. Unless my man took a few Ambien, he knows exactly what's happening right now. Oh yeah, he knows it's game over. One five eight. Can I get you back home, boy? It's not gonna bite you. Oh, there is a dog there? Yeah, they've got a dog coming up the stairs. Oh. They're saying nobody else. Columbus Police Department Canine Unit! If you're inside, you'll stand out the house in this dog! Oh, <laughs> chirping, huh? <laughs> Fucking chirp. Come on out! We got the Malinois. Come out now! Doing Malinois things. Those things are evil, dude. And they release the dog. And so the dog is running around the house. And the dog's going to find a human being in a door and hands, begin barking. Hands. Yeah, there's somebody back there. They can hear him. They can hear him moving around. I heard it. Now, pause it really quick. I This is another kind of like a training moment that I don't think would happen with our canine handlers. And again, I know that this sounds like I'm Monday morning quarterbacking you, but how can you reasonably expect somebody to come out of their fucking door when there is a dog scratching around and barking at you? No man. It's good. Like what you need to do in that scenario, once you heard that, that noise, because we have time, time is on our side. Like there's no rush to get this guy out. Um, you know, probably call that dog back and say, Hey, this dog's on the leash. Come out of that room. We know you're in there. If you don't, we're going to open that door and that dog's going to come in there and it's going to do work on you, homie we're not leaving at this point. We're not leaving. So you need to come out of the door. The dog is on the leash. And I'm going to give you like one minute to hide whatever it is that you need to hide. Flush whatever it is you need to flush. But you got one minute and I'm sending this fur missile in there to fuck you up. But they don't do that. They just let this. Die. And I'm telling you right now, I ain't coming out. 
I'm not coming out. There's a fucking dog. And the, the cute little dog's like, Dad, I found him. Dad, Dad, look at me. I found him. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. So they're going to move into the house. Uh, he's got gun. Door shut. Door shut. Poor dog can't get a grip with his paws. Alright, so now the canine officer is going to lock the dog up. You want to watch them? I'm just now moving to the back door now. No, no. I mean, I trust that I trust that the dog is well trained, but I'd be checking the rest in. of that apartment. I know, right? Someone's on. Okay, here we go. So they open the door, and Homie is not asleep. Homie is diving across the fucking bed. He's diving like um, like what are the movies when they dive and they're like shooting at the same time, like in slow motion you know what i mean a lot of movies i don't know a lot of movies you know what i'm talking about though right you know the action scene where slow-mo and he's going over the table jason Bourne style that's what this guy is doing over a bed so like the fact that the media and everybody says that he's an awakened and stunned and startled man nobody wakes up stunned and startled like that now i wake up stunned and startled when my wife tries to wake me up for snoring and i might punch or kick somebody but i didn't wake up jumping across my bed like this dude was not on the bed this dude was probably Here's what I think. I think he was hiding under the bed and that dog was barking and this motherfucker was like, dude, that dog's about to bite me and he's trying to get his ass out from underneath the bed and on top of the bed so he doesn't get bit yeah, as they be. open the door. Because when they open the door, all you see is this dude laid out sideways with something in his hand. Go ahead. <laughs> He's in here. I heard this door open. Here, I'm gonna lock him up and I'm gonna. Here. So, suspect's probably trying to figure out do I go under the bed? Do I hide in the closet? He's freaking the fuck out. He doesn't want to get bit, but he's also not turning himself in. He's definitely not asleep. And he's definitely not asleep. That's a good move. Check that door first. I like that. Hey, I'm coming. All right, and then that's the view from there, and that's his hand, and you can zoom in on it. That's as far as the video goes because it does get pretty graphic from there, yeah. and we don't want to piss off YouTube. Um, the officer shoots one round right then, but look how he's – look. I mean, look where his hands are at. That is not somebody that's in submission. Um, that doesn't – you know, to me, I, I, I think it's a good shoot. Now, they're going to shoot him one time in the stomach. They're going to get him out, and he's going to die um, in about five minutes after this. Uh, and all he had in his hand was a black vape pen. Um, but this is the picture, what you're seeing on the screen right now, um, and go ahead and like, and subscribe to our YouTube right now. What you, what you're seeing on the screen is a gentleman, uh, sitting on a bed in, in the manner that I ex have already explained to you that he's like, he's jumping off of the bed and, and he's got something in his hands and the officer is going to shoot him one time and, and he's not going to be armed. So, um, you know, unfortunately in this, um, you know, the cops are going to be up for murder and the whole nine yards. Mm. But this is the picture that the media shows is this young man on a bed, which we could argue if it's a ghost bed or not. I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell from that angle. Probably not. If that's a ghost bed. But technically. Maybe that's why he didn't come bed. out. He was so comfortable. Um, 
<laughs> You've been so comfortable. Right now, GhostBed is offering 40% off of mattresses and adjustable bases, uh, 30% off of mattresses and two free pillows. Go to use that promo code Wolfpack. Get the adjustable base with 15 modes, zero gravity, way less than our competitors. I know Riger, Rieger, Rager's. I don't know. He's a fireman paramedic guy that follows us. He's also an airsofter. He's also, I think, like an Eagle Scout. Uh, he's All-American. He's an All-American guy, and he just bought a ghost bed. And he used our promo code, but because of the Labor Day sale, that's still in effect. Because it's in effect for the whole month. It's 50% off. So he just used us in the customer survey, and that works right as well. But it comes with the adjustable base, 15 modes, zero gravity, way less than the competition, 0%, 0, 0% down, 0% APR and financing. And that's if you have last row Lopez credit. Um, go to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Our favorite part about Wolfpack is, again, like most of the people that we advertise, they're made in the good old USA. 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 They have bundles. You can bundle everything together. Look. <clears throat> You can get a pillow. You can get the sheets. It's got that cooling technology. So if you get hot in uh, those Florida hurricane months, you can still stay cool. Stay cool while staying hard with Blue Chew and Ghostbed. Um, using those promo codes, Wolfpack, hit us up on that customer survey if you're getting a better deal. But right now is the time to get a Ghostbed or Ghostbed products because that's a hell of a sale. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. you could get any better than 40% off. Yeah. But obviously you can. I don't know how these dudes make money. But um, we love Ghostbed, and they have been a loyal sponsor with us since day uno, day uno. And even their shirts are so soft. Uh, Samuel DeVore in the chat says that this was 100% an accidental discharge. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know know 100%. I mean, we could be like I don't think that I watch that and go, oh, dude, that was a— that was a negligent or accidental discharge. I, I don't know that that's the case. I mean, you got a really quick second to decide is the thing in his hand as he jumps across a bed coming at me? Yeah. So hey, here's the thing that I think you understand. <laughs> and, and you got to make a decision. And those decisions, those literal life and death decisions are millisecond decisions uh, also, that have that have all the full context behind them. I don't. I don't know that I could say that 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 was accidental. Samuel, uh, I don't want to shit on you or anything like that. And I'm not. So please don't take this as me like shitting on you or arguing with you in any way, shape, or form. This is just me having a discussion with you. I think that when you have a suspect that is known to carry a gun and it and has a felony warrant for a firearm, okay, that is already gets your adrenaline going. In a different place, which is why I question those other cops' behavior. Now, those other cops aren't the one that shot him. It's the canine cop who is probably much more tactically sound than these other guys. Um, uh, so he was tactically a- ready for a fight. Yeah. His mindset was, this guy's dangerous, and and they haven't answered the door. We know he's in there. We can hear him. There's a dog barking, and he's still not giving up, and he's still not saying, no reasonable person. Now, you can serve 5, 10, 15 warrants a week. Now, I I would say every shift I served one or two warrants. Every single shift of my career, I served at least one or two warrants almost every shift. So never once or very rarely, maybe once every couple of years, does some shit like this go down. Most of the time it's like, yo, you've got a warrant. And it's like they hide for a second. You do the knockings. You get the dog involved and they give up. They're like, hey, I don't want to get bit. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? I don't want to get bit. Uh, so he's not doing that. A, a hindsight thing as a as a standard course of action. It seems to me that maybe uh, the dog handler, the canine handler, would focus on the canine. Um, and I'm not saying don't have your weapon at the ready or or be ready to 
to handle business, but maybe maybe the other cops should have been the ones cracking the door um, and and addressing that before because you're 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 watching and controlling your dog and you're trying to assess the threat for yourself as well. Like I'm not sure that that was yeah, uh, but I mean I wonder when that advantageous thing. When that canine officer walked up, I wonder, did he walk up and see Dum Dum putting his face up to the window and the other Dum Dum's radio chirping every five seconds? And he said, you know what? This fucking shit show. I'm just going to take could, charge it, of this. Because I would have well been that guy. Could be. I've been like, these fucking idiots are going to get killed. It, I'm just going to abso- go ahead and do this I think myself. That that's a, I think that's a fantastic observation. And, and it could very well be like, listen, I I want to handle this. I, I want to be responsible for what's happening here. Uh, because I, I just I trust myself and I trust my dog, you know, right. Uh, could, right. could be that for sure. Um, yeah. But when he opens that door. So now I want you to put your place, put yourself in his shoes, Samuel. You open a door knowing that there's a bad guy on their side. You know that that guy's not giving up and you know what kind of warrants he has that are very violent warrants. And you open that door and all of a sudden he jumps. This dude was jumping across that bed. He wasn't waking up startled. This dude jumps across that bed. I'm sorry. In my brain, that's not reasonable. That's not how this warrant is supposed to go down. I'm probably 95% in this guy's shoes. I'm shooting you. I'm like, shit, bam. Because that's not how bad guys operate. That's not how yeah. good guys operate. You don't jump across the bed. If, if you're jumping across the bed. You know the, the door's getting open. What's, what's, you should be, how should you, you should, be? But <laughs> fucking naked if with your awake, hands on your head. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I'm in here. Don't, 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 don't bite me. I, I, I'm coming out, you know, like open the door. My hands are up, you know, like that's how you're going to be if you're a normal person not attempting to get out of police custody. Not diving across the bed like Jason fucking Bourne with a vaping pen in your hand. And that's another problem I have with vaping. It's vapors come into my my place of business all this the time. I mean, it's okay. This is what and they ask to. me if they can vape inside my establishment. And I'm I am the kind of guy that I would never I want to be the gray guy everywhere I go. I would never inconvenience anyone at their home or anything else with my stupid fucking vape pen or anything. If I have a vice, I'll go outside and do it until I'm invited to come inside and do it. So nobody wants to smell your peach cotton candy flavored vape shit inside of a building and and if vaping is not uh, so addictive or whatever, then why can't you wait 30 seconds? Why can't you wait 20 minutes before you go outside? Why do you have to vape inside of an establishment? This asshole is so addicted to his vape pen that in the midst of getting bit by a police canine and going to fuck you in the ass prison for felony assaults, you're still holding on to your vape pen. Unbelievable. Yeah. Vaping kills. Don't vape. <laughs> smoke cigarettes like a real man <laughs> nobody died because a cop thought they had cigarettes in their hand you know what i'm saying well that's probably not true like marlboro reds bam 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 that's probably happening. bam <laughs> bam yeah i mean i think that there's i think if anything this is just internal cop to cop criticism not i don't think that this shooting is unjustified you I don't know. think so. I don't think uh, it's unjustified at all. Uh, but if you look at the public outcry, if you look at all the comments on the YouTubes, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of messages, tens of thousands of messages, all of them against the cops. Um, <laughs> and that poisons jury. That poisons um, the judicial system. And the media doesn't help because nobody's breaking this thing down and saying, okay, like, wh- why are you focused on their unprofessional behavior? That's not against the law. Being a dumb fucking tactical idiot does not make you a murderer it doesn't even really necessarily make you a bad cop i mean that dude that stuck his face up to the window you have no idea how many warnings maybe he's written or you don't know how many 
um, kids, he takes groceries on a weekly basis. You don't know if that dude um, participates in bicycle giveaways and, and fixing other. I mean, so many cops do so many. I mean, there are cops that run baseball leagues. Uh, and so their attitude is an attitude of, of service and not an attitude of being a warrior. This is, this is again, where kind of full, full circling this is you want cops to be human beings until you don't like what they do. Then you want them to have been robots. Then you want them to, then you have to dehumanize them in order to justify your, t your, your hot take on a situation you know nothing about. Uh, most people criticizing this, and I think it's helpful for people to know this, most critics of situations like this, you just got to chalk it up to, to ignorance, man. They just don't even know. They don't know what they're looking at. They have no concept no from start to finish of what just happened. They just think it's bad. This guy was uh, in his bedroom sleeping and got shot for no reason. Like, nah, you're completely ignoring everything that led up to this. Why are the cops <laughs> there in the first place? Like... You know, it just comes back down to personal responsibility. You don't want the cops coming to your house in the middle of the night while you're in your bed. Maybe don't punch your girlfriend that's pregnant and knock her down a hill and make her go to KFC and call the cops. <laughs> you know, like maybe, maybe make some different decisions sense. and no one's coming to you with a canine in the middle of the night. You know, when you hear the cops announce themselves a lot, so loud, everybody's waking up, like maybe just come out and take it like a man instead yeah. of being a coward and and trying to hide when everyone knows that you're there. Like, I don't know. Right. It's like, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, uh, back to Samuel. He says that, uh, he feels that it was a negligent discharge because of the way he holstered and immediately, uh, swore after the thing. I think he said like, fuck or something like that. Yeah, um, he I cursed afterwards. Too after I but you know, I, I don't know. And again, like you could be right, dude, you could be right. But I personally think that he shot that guy and was like, fuck, fuck, man. We didn't, yep. It didn't have to go down like this. This was a. Yep. You could have just came to the door. Oh, I could have let this, the canine bite you. Anything could have happened. Like, before this fuck, happened. man. This is fucking stupid. Like, now I'm fucked. And that's what that cop's thinking. Probably. Man, I'm fucked. I just shot a dude in 2022, um, which means I could go to jail now for 25 years if I fuck this up. Yeah. I don't think he knew at that time that that wasn't a gun. Because they go and search later, and and there isn't a gun, and there's some uh, debate there between the guys about that situation. But uh, that that's, I mean, I, I tell everybody, I tell all my friends that are cops now. We have all these chats and all these meetups, and I, and I get to talk to cops, you know, almost every single day. And I say, like, look, man, like, you just you've you. I, I don't know. You're between a rock and a hard place right now. And and this cop, I think the cop did the right thing. I think it was a good shoot. I think you take that shot because if you don't take that shot, that bullet is going somewhere. If that was a real gun, if he was wrong and it could go through the apartment and hit, hit another kid, it could hit one of the other officers could hit that canine. Um, I, I believe in my heart of hearts. It was a, it was a good shoot. Um, I probably would have taken that shot as well. And um, it's unfortunate. You, you have less However, than a second to decide. I mean, if you want, <laughs> you if you it's really like want a Monday morning quarterback, it um, once we know that he's in there, and once we've heard that noise, um, and I get it, you're short staffed, and that's the problem too. All these cops quit, so they don't have a SWAT team that can come in, and what they're trying to avoid is a six, seven hour standoff. Not a standoff because the suspect won't come out. Seven hour standoff because you've got to go wake up your hostage negotiator. You got to go wake up your uh, SWAT team because they're not fucking working because you're short staffed and you're understaffed and you don't have enough for three full time SWAT teams or three full time hostage negotiators or whatever. So I'm sure that if they were fully staffed 
and the city was going to run itself, they probably would have backed off of that and said, let's just call this guy out. But it looks to me that they were like, dude, it's two o'clock in the morning. We know he's here. Unfortunately, somebody called and told us that he was here. We got to take care of this. We need to do it quickly. We need to get out of here and not tie the city up because it's Columbus, Ohio, and it's a shit. Yeah, and that's the other thing to to keep in mind is they didn't – these guys didn't show up for that shift and say, hey, does anybody know a guy that might be in his apartment that we could go mess with that wouldn't want to come out? <laughs> that's not what happened. Someone in the community that they serve in – was a victim of assault and called to ask the police to help it stop. Like they, they didn't call themselves to this situation, right? They, they weren't, they weren't all like get their coffee, get their donuts and be like, who can we go mess with? That's probably sleeping in their bed and get a dog to help us and then shoot them. That conversation never happened, but that's how, that's how it's portrayed as though these guys are just amped up, ready to go kill someone in their bed. That's not, that's not what's happening. Like that's not at all what they signed up for, right? They signed up to do what they did because they're, they don't want that guy to keep hurting other people. That's the law, right? You got to take bad people away. And sometimes bad people who don't want to go to jail and who want to to resist and obstruct the process, they get shot because yeah. they're the bad guy. Like we, we have sort of like lost that bearing as a culture, which is like bad guys should be taken out of society and bad guys who resist should be met with force and yeah. bad guys who resist the potential deadly force are going to be met with deadly force. And that's good for society, that bad guys are dealt with accordingly. That's This is a good thing. We've kind of lost that sort of like north-facing north uh, compass here uh, culturally. And what we also forget as well, or it's, it's not that what we forget, it's what the media doesn't tell us. To find this dude's warrant, you have to dig for it. You have to go to, you have to, go to a local news, a small news website, where they have somebody that wants to be a journalist that actually went and disclosed why the cops were at the door. And, but they do it in a politically correct way mm-hmm. and they don't really explain how bad it is. They don't tell They just say it's like allegedly assaulting his pregnant girlfriend or like, but then you go and read the affidavit. The affidavit paints a much bigger picture where this woman has to run to a K- KFC because she's scared for her baby. She wasn't scared when he punched her in the face days early. She didn't call the cops. Because she was like, that's all right, I love him. And this is now, the way if she, this is if she way- and her child would have been killed by this guy, right? And the cops never showed up or they were delayed in getting there or whatever else, then the, the turnaround is that these cops don't care enough, you know, to to go help somebody who called. She called and uh, the cops are good for nothing. They they don't prevent crime. <laughs> they just prevented a future crime, I'll tell you that right now. He ain't gonna punch anybody else. Right, his mom. No, I mean, his mom's face is now shit, safe, dude. Like you punched your fucking mom after stealing from your mom. Get fucked, asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you should be shot for that. Like if you punch your mother, go get seriously. Go get serious help or take yourself out. I don't know. Yeah. Like there should. I can't think of a reason to to punch your mother. 
or your <sighs> girlfriend or your wife or anything. Don't do it. Like, don't punch a woman. I was a cop. I punched one woman as a cop, and that's because she was trying to get a gun out of her hair, and I open hand slapped him. It's debatable. People will say that I punched her. I did not punch her. I fucking hit her with the palm of my hand. I just Stopped hit her really slapped, fucking man. hard. I hit her really fucking hard, and the gun came out of her hair when I slapped her. But that was the only way I could get her to stop pulling a gun out of her hair was to slap her as hard as I could. That's the only female. Now, I've tossed women around while trying to arrest them, but I've never just like squatted over them and saddled up and beat the brakes off of them. Because you don't hit women. Should be like a, should be a thing. Don't hit women. <laughs> well, bring, make that cool again. Make not hitting women cool again. There you go. That's those words. Unless it's on, by. unless it's Andrea up late. And then, but the, <laughs> just kidding. All right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, another another breakdown in the books, and hopefully that helps you understand kind of like the mindset of cops. And again, if the if those guys see this or people hear it, like, hey, I'm you know we're just talking to you like we would talk to each other. Like I've talked to trainees, like I've talked to whatever. I mean, like uh, the only way we improve as as in the police world is to is to Monday morning quarterback each other. Like that's yeah, and I'll still like, buy those dudes. You're Monday morning like, quarterbacking. Yep. Absolutely. I'll still go Absolutely. buy a beer with 100% those homies. doing it because how how else do we get better? How else do we explain things other than going back over it and saying we could do this better, we could do that better? Doesn't make it unjustified by no means. I mean, this was to me, there's no question this is a good shoot. Uh yeah. legally, good. practically, you know, uh, ethically, morally, all of the all of the words, but that doesn't mean that we can't improve. That doesn't mean that we could have th- think differently about how would we approach this situation in the future again. So it's just it's it's a little in-house encouragement yeah but i but i would go have a beer with them and as as i was just saying with uh uh dead leg media says in the chats yes dude i will have a beer with them and i will instead of playing like edward 40 hands where you duct tape two um 40 ounce beers and they can't go pee or anything until they finish both 40s i would tape (laughs) radio batteries to homeboy's hands And he wouldn't be able to do anything <laughs> until the one that was chirping is actually fully charged. He'd just be standing there watching us like, everybody be like, why do you have batteries? Because I was too stupid to charge my battery. Then I, I was too fucking lazy. Um, you know, and we maybe had I'm, uh, like, extra batteries. Maybe I'm a so piece like, of shit. Maybe he was actually in court all day. And now I feel like a real asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he was probably in court for like all day. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I will say this um, on the battery issue and then, then, then we'll end the show. But um, it, that could be a department issue. Right. That could be like we see we got radios assigned to us like it was our radio. Right. And then we were given one backup battery. And so we put them on the charger. So at the beginning of my shift, I had a fresh charge battery and that's the one that I put on on the belt. And then I had the extra battery that I would dump in my patrol bag. So while they stood there, they could have gone back to the car if they were provided extra batteries. But if the department doesn't do that and they're on a long shift and it ran out, well, it ran out. He could be going call to call to call and the department may not provide enough batteries to go around. I don't know. So I'm not I'm not too crazy worried about that. Although I would say tactically, I'd be like, dude, like we got to fix that. If the guy's inside, he's not going anywhere, surround the house. And I would say like, hey, we need another car to bring a battery. Like, Let's if once we get to that door and it's go time, we want to be ready. That's all I would say. Yeah, I uh, um, and sorry, I didn't mean to type at you uh, in all caps. It's just it's hard for me to look at the camera. I have a lot of messages to go through. I have a lot of messages. Thanks for your email address for the pre-sale for my book. Thank you. Um, no, I, I didn't mean to do that, but uh, <laughs> and I'm not too important for you peasants because um, I'm probably more of a peasant than you are. Um, 
but yes, no, I 100% agree with all that. It was a fun breakdown. Thank you, Mike the Cop. Uh, we have a hurricane that's approaching us in the next few hours. I can already hear the rain getting a little bit harder, and I'm waiting for this internet to just crash. But um, should be a good weekend. Go back, and we got some new YouTube videos coming out uh, where we break down the... Um, oh, what case did I break down yesterday? I just did a YouTube video yesterday. What did I do it on? Don't know. Hmm. I can't even remember what I did that YouTube video on yesterday, but it's going to be a good one. Super It's going to be a damn good one. <laughs> oh, it's right. the cops that left the woman in the back of their patrol car. Oh, yeah. Got she got smoked by a train. By a train. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very crazy. So I do, I do to break down that, that video should come out over, hopefully over the weekend. Um, go and support our sponsors. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Leave those reviews, hit the like and I subscribe love button. I love lap. All right. Good night. Stay frosty. Columbus, Ohio.